It was Mary who'd found the ad in the tablet. Unusual house for sale by owner, it read. Holy child, Parish North. Hmm, said Claire. Take a quick drive up, Mary told her over the phone. What have you got to lose? By the time I get Anthony away from the TV and dressed and into the car, from the phone number, it's up around here. Anything 441 is north of Myrtle. Ma, anything that far north would cost too much. You know Johnny, he won't even look at anything. I know, time waits for no man. You're the one always spouting about how you've got to take a chance, Claire. Do yourself a favor. Call the nice lady up and inquire. Claire lifted the white kitchen curtain and looked at the brick of the wall just an alley away. She could hear her small three-year-old Anthony rewind the videotape once again to the excellent fight scene. There were no little boys on the block here for him to go outside and play with. There were only the ones big enough to ignore his alluring new toys on display in the driveway. Away they would ride on their dazzling two-wheelers, while Anthony, ears very red, watched them go every time with renewed, puzzled sadness. And what makes you think it's a nice lady who's doing the selling? Oh, tis, it always is. And you could take his cousin Michaeline along with you. Anthony's always good when he's along. Not that good. I do like the bit about unusual house, though. (laughs) Only a nut would write that. And a nut's just what you need. You can say that again. Yes, it's just foolish of me to get you all worked up about it when Johnny will turn around and hate the whole idea. I never said he'd hate it. Johnny would like that it's in Holy Child. He'd love Anthony to go to the grammar school. It isn't his fault he can't live in the same precinct where he works. I know, I know. It's just a shame is all. He would have to work in the same precinct where you grew up. I wouldn't have met him if he hadn't. Of course, you're right, Mary said. Give me that number there, Ma. If I can't get away for a while, let me anyway dream a new life. And call up she had. Only it hadn't been a nice lady as Mary had so picturesquely predicted, but a man, quite an old man, in fact, from what Claire could make out over the phone, measured and deliberate, reserved, not pushy at all. Take your time, he told her about coming to look at the house, if not today, some other time. She tried to forget about it right away while they spoke. The house was, after all, smack in the middle of Johnny's precinct, and even if she did like the place, she'd never get the chance to have it. She hung up the phone with the dim sense that nothing would ever come of it. Nothing seemed to come of anything these days. No, no, she mustn't feel that way. She was a lucky woman, a happy woman. One didn't leave one's husband because he refused to move to the neighborhood of one's childhood. Although she supposed one could. In circles she had lived in up till recently, one certainly did. Splendid people, divorcing for reasons as simple as sexual boredom. Unfortunately, Claire had discovered the most amazing thing about herself the moment she'd become a mother. Ethics. Bourgeois ethics, true, but ethics nonetheless. She could never leave the father of her child, nor separate the father from the child. Not for something as complicated as the wrong neighborhood. Only something far more simple could separate them, the end of love. No, Claire felt the very way Mary-Kate had done in that John Wayne film, The Quiet Man not able to settle in until she had her own things about her, or in this case, her own place about her. Not some gaudy, treeless, racetrack trap she'd had no hand in choosing. This was his place, not theirs.
Out back, the trucks and caterpillars from Aqueduct converged upon her rusty yard in an ongoing fruitless attempt to beautify the garish periphery of Rockaway Boulevard.